Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh to the listeners. Uh, praise Allah Ta'ala, we send Hamlin Salat to uh, our beloved Master Muhammad, Hamd to Allah Ta'ala and Salawat to Nabi Sallam. And we make sugar to Allah Ta'ala for all the ni'mat He has blessed us with. Every single ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala is so precious. You cannot you cannot repay Allah Ta'ala for even the blessing of hearing or the blessing of sight. Just example, if a person cannot go to the toilet, he will pay uh, thousands of rands in the hospital on medication just to relieve himself. So every ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala is a great, great blessing. When we go to the bathroom, when we come out, we read the dua ghufranaka, alhamdulillahilladhi adhaba anni al-adha wa'afani. And oh Allah, all praise is due to that Allah who has relieved me from this, from this difficulty, and he removed from me the fault which was in me. So saying this here, our topic for today is, um, we just want to touch on some tafsir of the Qur'an uh, in Surah Fajarat. It's very difficult to choose a topic um, from the Qur'an because there's so many. The Qur'an is filled with wisdom and filled with stories and filled with nasiha that to choose something, you know, you look over something and then you see, oh, subhanAllah, there's something uh, in another ayat also. So we will, inshallah, touch on this uh, some nasiha, very important nasiha in Surah Hujarat. Um, Allah Ta'ala mentions um, a, a few a few nasihat which are uh, related to adab and mu'asharat. So you get huququllah and then you get huququl ibad. Huququllah are those rights of Allah Ta'ala. Those rights which we have to fulfill to our Creator. For example, uh, we read Salah, uh, we have to pay Zakat. Uh, so these uh, fasting is only for Allah Ta'ala, uh, performing Hajj uh, is to show our, our humbleness in front of Allah Ta'ala. So all these are um, acts which we have to fulfill to our Creator, Allah Ta'ala. Uh, then there are the other rights which are called Suququl Ibad and uh, with regard to this huqoqul ibad, there is something called adab and muasharat, um, habits, habits and dealings. So in Islam, we are taught how to how to behave and how to uh, relate to others, how to behave towards towards others, uh, with our family, with our uh, with society, with everybody around us, whether they're Muslim or non-Muslim. So Allah Taala. Um, starts off the Surah Hujurat. Hujurat, brief meaning of Hujurat means rooms. So we, um, Allah Ta'ala mentions this word Hujurat in the Surah. So in the first ayat, Allah Ta'ala mentions, Ya ayuhal ladhin amanu, bismillah rahman rahim ya ayuhal ladhin amanu, la tuqaddimu bayna yadayillahi wa rasooli wa taqullah. O people of Iman. So Allah Ta'ala is addressing the people of Iman here. Why? Because this um, the, the, the address is made specifically to the mu'minin. So uh, Allah Ta'ala says, La tuqaddimu. They don't go ahead, whether it's biqawin or fi'alin, whether it's with speech or with actions, don't go ahead of the Nabi of Allah and Allah Ta'ala and His Rasul. Don't go ahead of them. So what happened here, um, uh, with regard to this uh, the revelation of this ayat, Azad Abu Bakr and Umar radiallahu anhu were uh, arguing about something and they were uh, they, they raised their voices unintentionally they raised their voices while Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was there 
So Allah Ta'ala immediately sent the ayah down that don't, don't go ahead of Allah and His Rasul. Um, and Allah Ta'ala revealed the next ayat also, La tarfa'u aswatakum. That don't, uh, don't raise your voices above the voice of the Nabi. Um, and when you talk to him, when you talk to the Rasul of Allah, don't talk like how you talk to other people, like you're talking to your friends. So in this year, there is a nasihat to the mu'mineen, not only to the sahaba, to every mu'min until the day of What is the message? The message is that Allah sent the anbiya to us, to guide us to the straight path, and then Nabi Sallallahu mentions that Al-Ulama'u Waratatul Anbiya The ulama are the heirs of the Anbiya And so the ulama, the righteous, the true ulama, the ulama haq Are the inheritors of the Anbiya And what do the Anbiya inherit? Lam yuwaritu dinaru wala dirhama They did not inherit gold and silver What they inherited? They inherited uh, um, the qualities and the uh, the umur um, the and the manhiyat which Allah Ta'ala uh, sent and revealed to Nabi Sallallahu So this is what, this is what uh, the ulama, the true ulama inherit from the Anbiya. So we gain our guidance uh, through the Anbiya and who, which other Nabi better than Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam we get our guidance from Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam got his guidance through from Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala mentions that when you talk in front of the Nabi, then don't raise your voices. So even when we're talking to the ulama, we must talk in a, a soft tone, talk in a, uh, in, in, a, in a hospitable tone, don't raise your voice and um, um, talk, uh, talk rough in a rough manner to the ulama. Don't, don't, uh, don't hurt their feelings. Why? Because the ulama... When, when a person hurts the feelings of the uliya, then he is looking problem, is looking for problems of who? With Allah Ta'ala. Because Allah Ta'ala says his friends are hidden and nobody knows them besides Allah Ta'ala. So it could be that this alim here, he has a close bond with Allah Ta'ala and we're going to hurt his feelings and uh, Allah Ta'ala will take retribution on his behalf. There is one story that Allah, uh, once one buzruk was walking with his uh, murid and one person was walking past, and this person, um, he said something, uh, something hurtful to the uh, this, this pious person, this Buzruk. And the Buzruk, the this, uh, Hazrat, he told one of his khadim that uh, hit him, hit that man. So the, the, the khadim is like, Hazrat, are you sure? I must hit him. Say, hit him. And so the, <laughs> he was hesitant. Whether you must hit him or not. So immediately, next thing, that person fell down. He fell down dead. And the Hazrat um, told the Khalim, see, you, you killed him, it's your fault. Say, Hazrat, I didn't do anything. You said I must hit him. If I hit him, what if he fell down and he died and you blame me? And now you're still blaming me. He said, no. You, he said something to me, it hurt my feelings. And Allah Ta'ala, I, I, could, I could sense Allah Ta'ala's anger and Allah Ta'ala's punishment coming down on him. So if you hit him, then Allah Ta'ala wouldn't punish him. But now you didn't hit him, and I didn't want to hit him, so you had to do it. I, I asked you to do it. You didn't do it, so now this person died. And you, it's your fault. So anyway, um, we must never hurt the feelings of the um, awliya, the ulama.
So, um, getting on, Allah Ta'ala mentions that in the Guduna before that, Walataj Haru Lahu Bil Kauli Kajahari Bahikum. So, there was one um, uh, Sahabi by the name of Sabi bin Qais, he had a very loud voice. He was naturally, um, he had a natural loud voice. And some people, they have a booming voice. So, um, when this ayat was revealed, Nabi Sassam didn't see him for few salahs in the masjid. So Nabi Sassam inquired, where is Tabi bin Qais? I don't see him around. So one Tabi said, Ya Rasulullah, let me go and find out where is he. So he went, the Tabi went to his house and asked, um, he saw him, he's sitting in a very pitiful condition. He's sitting and he's grieving, he's sad, he's head down, he's worried. And um, the Sahabi asked, Oh, Sabit, why are you not in the masjid? Why didn't you come to the masjid of Nabi Sallam? He said, Didn't you hear the ayat? Allah says, says, After that, If you raise your voice above the, the voice of the Nabi, then your deeds will be destroyed. You're going to destroy your own deeds. So he got so afraid. He said, I was, I'm so afraid. I can't go to Nabi Sassam if I speak. I'm gonna, my, my voice will be louder than his. So the Sahabi went back to Nabi Sassam. He explained that Sabiq bin Qais says this year that um, his, his, his voice is very loud and he's going to speak louder than you. And Allah Ta'ala revealed this ayat. So he's very afraid. How he's going to talk to you? How he's going to talk in front of you? So uh, Nabi Sassam said, no, Sabiq bin Qais is in Jannah. He's amongst the Jannatis. Tell him, don't worry, he must come to my majlis. So the Sabit came, came back to Nabi Sassam. So intentionally, we must not, we must not raise our voices uh, in front of the ulama. Uh, some people, they don't care how they speak to the ulama. They treat them like they, uh, you know, I, you know, he's my friend. He's my friend, and then they lose respect. But in the process, they're harming themselves. Although maybe the alim doesn't mind also, but the the... Um, Allah Ta'ala mind. Allah Ta'ala says, Wallahu la yastahi min al-haq. When, when this ayat was revealed, Allah, Nabi Sassam was very, um, was a very shy person. Was a very shy person. If somebody did something to him, he never, he never uh, swore them, he never shouted at them. So Allah Ta'ala immediately takes objection. And Allah Ta'ala reprimands them in the Quran. And Allah Ta'ala reveals the ayat immediately. Allah Ta'ala says, I'm not shy of the haq. I will tell you as it is. But my Nabi is shy, but I'm not shy. I will tell you, I'm Allah. Allah says. So, uh, the next ayat, Allah, so, that those people who soften their tones in front of the Rasul of Allah. Uh, and, Allah Ta'ala, just their heart uh, for taqwa. What is taqwa? Taqwa means, uh, we, we know the meaning of taqwa is fear for Allah Ta'ala. The, the, uh, the meaning of taqwa is that uh, that you, the person fears the punishment of Allah Ta'ala. That is khashyat. True khashyat is that a person will prevent himself, a person will not do a sin. Why? Because he's scared of the punishment of Allah Ta'ala. Now we look at our situation, current situation in our lives, that we are scared of the government. We are scared of the law of the land. But we're not scared of the breaking the hudur of Allah Ta'ala. Um, we're scared of all these waves, first wave, second wave, third wave, and now there's a fourth wave, even telling us when the other wave is coming. How do you know all these waves, when they're going to come? So we, we, we're now living in fear of waves coming over us, but we're not scared of Allah Ta'ala. 
when we're driving, or we see the speed limit at 80 kilometers per hour, we are precautious. We say, no, we um, I'll drive 70. Even the guy behind me is hooting and he's flashing me and he's screaming when he passes me. But I'm not going to go fast because the speed limit is 80. If he wants to get a fine, he can go fast and he can get a fine. But when Allah tells us to do that there, and um, we, we just overstep those bounds uh, without even thinking twice, without blinking an eye, we just... Um, we say no, but you know the times we're living in now. You know different times we are in. Uh, so we break the hudur of Allah Taala in the name of living in different times. Allah Taala's laws are there for us till the day of Qiyamah, from 1400 years ago, and the, the laws still prevail till now. Nothing has changed, and nothing will change. Even if somebody wants to change the laws of Allah Taala, it will not be changed. So we are scared of. We are scared of man-made laws, but we're not scared of divine laws. So look at the Sahaba. They were so afraid. They were so afraid of breaking the laws of Allah Ta'ala and being disrespectful, even in an indirect way to Nabi Sallallahu because they knew they were there by Nabi Sallallahu The ayat were revealed, the Quran was revealed while they were there by Nabi Sallallahu So the Sahabi was so afraid that, no, I can't speak in front of Nabi Sallallahu Why? Because Allah Ta'ala will punish me. The next ayat Allah Ta'ala uh, explains in Al-Ladina Yunaduna Kamiwaraj Fajrat. This ayat was revealed uh, with regards to um, the, um, some group of people who came from the Banu Tamim. They came to Nabi Sassam and um, they wanted to see whether Nabi Sassam is a true Nabi. So they came and Nabi Sassam was uh, taking Qailula. Qailula is the, uh, the, nap, the afternoon nap uh, before Zawal. Uh, it's sunnah. Nabi Sallallahu used to take a nap before the wall uh, because Nabi Sallallahu used to be awake the entire night. And in this, in this nap of Qailula, what is called Qailula, taking a nap um, before the wall, it is a very, very uh, meritorious nap and it's a very, it, it's a booster nap. Even today, the scientists also, they say that to take a small little nap, even if it's five or ten minutes um, uh, at midday, it boosts your morale and it gives you back your strength and it increases your um, your senses and it, uh, it it has so many health benefits. And Nabi Sassam used to do this here, not because of for any benefits. Nabi Sassam used to do it because every action Allah, Nabi Sassam did is um, ilham from Allah Ta'ala, is wahi from Allah Ta'ala. So Nabi Sassam did it. And if we follow this, this, um, uh, this a'mal, it, it might look small, but there's so many benefits for us in the dunya and akhirat. So that's what the Banu Tamim, they came to Nabi Sassam. And Nabi Sassam, we know Nabi Sassam's house, uh, his Hujra Mubarak, uh, was attached to the Masjid of Nabi Sassam, uh, Masjid al-Nabawi. So Nabi Sassam's wives' uh, rooms were all next to each other uh, around the Masjid al-Nabawi. So these people, they came and um, they said, okay, you, each one go to one, one room and uh, call, call out for Nabi Sassam. Uh, call out for Muhammad. So they went and they were screaming, Ya Muhammad, Ya Muhammad, he's screaming, that, uh, come out, come out. So Nabi Sassam is he's sleeping, he's, he's resting, and um, now now they are being disrespectful to Nabi Sassam. How can you call a Nabi by Muhammad, Ya Muhammad, like how are you talking to somebody on the road there, screaming on the road, a normal person? Uh, so this Allah says, Don't talk to him like how you're talking to your friends and talking to other people. Have respect when you speak to the Nabi of Allah. So Allah reprimands them same time in the Quran. Then uh, Allah then uh, Nabi Sallallahu came out 
If they made sabar, walau annam sabaru, if only they made sabar, if they have some sabar and wait for you to come out for zuhar salah, then they can talk to you, whatever they want to speak to you, hatta takhuruja ilayhim lakana khayr lahum, this will be best for them. But if they make tawbah, then Allah Ta'ala is merciful, wallahu ghafoor rahim, Allah Ta'ala is forgiving, Allah Ta'ala is merciful. In, just concluding, I see the time is almost up here, in the last ayat of this uh, surah Hujarat, Allah Ta'ala mentions about um, a, a group of uh, Bedouins, a group of Bedouins who came from, uh, they were from the Banu Asad, they came to Nabi Sallallahu and they uh, they tried to show, um, make Ihsan, make Ihsan, not they tried to um, show Nabi Sallallahu that, you know, we came to you willingly, you know, you had to wait jihad, you had to wait jihad and uh, get people on your side, we came to you willingly, we just came to you, but what was the intention? Allah Ta'ala knows that Allah Ta'ala never mentioned what the intention is. That the, the intention was that they came there to collect zakat. They came to collect zakat. And you get some people who send out to the masjid there and they, they just come there, dressed as Muslims, and Allah Ta'ala knows best, but they just come there and they ask you, give us zakat, one zakat. And zakat can't be given to any, any person on the street. You have to make a proper investigation. This person is eligible to receive zakat or not. So these people, they came there and they said that we, um, we brought Islam. Uh, so Allah, uh, we brought Iman. He came there, they said, we brought Iman. Allah says, Oh, Nabi Islam, tell them. They mustn't say, uh, we brought Iman. They must say, Aslamna, we brought Islam. So what is it, uh, the difference between Islam and Iman? Uh, the the Mufassirin mentioned that Islam is um, outward, 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 um, uh, speech and actions. A person, uh, he says, I'm a Muslim. Now, how can we believe you're a Muslim or not? So, one is tasdiq bil qalb. Tasdiq bil qalb is iman. So, iman is tasdiq bil qalb. You have to accept what your heart. So, these people, they came there and they said, uh, Amanna, we brought iman. We are, we are mu'mins. Give us zakat. We want zakat. So, Allah says, no, you must say, Aslamna, we brought Islam. We didn't, uh, you didn't bring iman. Because Iman didn't enter your heart as yet. When Iman enters your heart, then you can see you're mu'min. If Iman didn't enter your heart, you're Muslim. So there's a difference between a munafiq and a Muslim, a mu'min and a, and a, a, a Muslim and a munafiq. That uh, munafiq, he, he, he just, he just uh, has love service, he says, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a believer. But in his heart, he's hiding nifaq, he's hiding kufr. So Allah says, But if you follow Allah and His Rasul, Allah will not destroy your a'mal. Allah will give you full reward. And Allah says, Allah mentions that this is what you should do. You bring Iman upon Allah and His Rasul. And you mustn't have any doubt about Iman. You must have full conviction that Allah Ta'ala then Nabi Sallallahu is the final Nabi. And you must make jihad in the path of Allah with your wealth and your life and um, uh, with full yaqeen and ikhlas. And Allah says, those are the truthful ones. Ulaika humus sadiqun. And Allah says, reprimand severely. Qul atu'allimun Allah bidinikum. Are you teaching Allah Ta'ala about your deen? You mean Allah Ta'ala doesn't know about your deen? Allah Ta'ala, Allah ya'lamu ma fissama wa jumaa fil. Allah Ta'ala knows everything. What's in the heavens and earth. You can't bluff Allah Ta'ala. They're trying to bluff Allah Ta'ala. Yamunun alika naslamu. You're trying to... Uh, show us that you done us a favor by bringing Iman. We didn't do us a favor. Don't come uh, make us believe that, you know, 
you did us a favor by becoming Muslim. You became Muslim because uh, you you bring iman for your own sake, for your own sake to save yourself from Jahannam. But Allah, Munno Alikum and Adakum, Allah Taala says that He done you a favor to give you hidayah to iman. If you are truthful, Allah Taala says you just have to make tawbah, and Allah Taala will forgive your 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 shortcomings. Akhirat Alhamdulillah.